0: Hey everyone, Chad here, and welcome to another edition of Light Your Fire podcast, where it is my mission to light the human spirit on fire. Today's topic is business strategy. And (laughs) I'm a small business, but I think the principles and the concepts inside this episode are applicable to any business regardless of the size and I'll even go one step further and say I think there's a lot of takeaways in this that can be valuable regardless of whether or not you're someone that actually owns a business and I wanted to start with a to-do list because I think that's something that we can all resonate with I actually use an app on the iPhone the reminders app I put a list in there that I call to do and then as things come up during the day that I can't get to right then and there I just put them into my to-do list and then I'll frequently revisit my to-do list and I'll pull out the important things that I need to get done and I'll cross them off. But I, there's never enough time in the day to get through all of the things. So inevitably that list just grows and grows and grows and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so just because something's on that list doesn't mean that that's the thing that I need to be working on. It doesn't mean that that's critical or important. And it certainly doesn't mean that that's like how I should build the strategy of a sweat part, right? Just all of these to-do things. So I needed a simple framework for how to think about the strategy of, of the business and to be able to communicate the high priority initiatives at any point in time. So if I'm talking to a trainer, I, can, I have an easy mechanism to talk about the, the key things that we're going to be working on, why we're working on them, et cetera. And so the way that I think about business strategy in, in terms of our organization is I, I, I go back to two questions that I've asked myself from the beginning. Since we started, I've asked two questions. How do we make it better? How do we make it grow? And I think if you focus on those two questions and make sure that everything that you're doing as a part of a strategy ties back to one of those two questions, then it's, it's a really good way to, to make sure that you're focusing on the things that truly matter and when i think about the brand of Sweatbar, bar like what i want us to be as a as an organization i i i come back to this idea of the experience right so how are the the people that are experiencing Sweatbar? are how are they experiencing it and I, we have multiple categories of stakeholders i'll call them that, that experience Sweat Bar differently. And so if I really think about it, I break it out into four different stakeholder groups that, ex, that all experience Sweat Bar a little bit differently. And I think that there's major or high, high priority initiatives that need to be in place and being thought about in each of these stakeholder groups to make sure that this, these core group of stakeholders are all experiencing us in a really good way. And so the four categories are the first category, staff, the trainers, the people that work at Sweat Bar. Then there's the community. So the community at large, not people that are necessarily coming to the organization, but people that are aware of us and seeing us in the community. The next stakeholder group are what I would call prospects. So people that are considering coming to sweat bar or they're, they're in the process of potentially becoming a member. And then the fourth stakeholder group are our members. So the, the people that have committed to sweat bar and making sweat, sweat bar, their, their program for fitness. And, and each of these four groups, there are always key things we need to be thinking about to make sure that we're, we're on top of the, the experience, right? And then all all of these things, all of the initiatives within these groups should tie back to those two questions I talked about at the beginning, but I really like to keep a focus on the experience across these stakeholder groups. So that first group, the staff, the trainers vital to the organization, any, any service-based business where you're providing a service, it is critical that the people that are in front of the customers are, are, are taken care of, right? Like you want those people having an amazing experience. Like regardless of what kind of organization I ran, I would want the people on my team to always be having an amazing experience. But the trainers specifically, you know, a lot of them, this is not their full-time job. They are sacrificing time. They're away from their families. They're, they're sacrificing time away from recreation. They're coming, they're teaching classes. They're, they're pouring a lot into this business. And at the end of the day, I want to make sure my, my staff are having an amazing experience, that this is something that lights them up, that this is something that they, they really enjoy doing and that they get a lot of value out of. And, and there's a lot of different ways to, to do that. You know, just building the culture, making the community a place where they like showing up to, you know, them, them becoming friends with each other. Uh, but I, I think that there's, there's always some things that I need to be thinking about to make sure that that they that that staff experience keeps improving. So obviously, like we have benefits and perks like, you know, membership and free and body scans and discounts off merchandise and all that good stuff. But I think what really matters at the end of the day is to make sure that your team knows how appreciated they are. So we, we just launched this uh, thankful November where the whole month of November is dedicated to our, our coaches and probably long overdue. But we got you know some swag for them like T-shirts and a hoodie that say coach on them um, where each of them gets a, a free membership to hand out to anyone they want. Uh, So even if they have like a family member that's already coming to the gym, they can use it with them. But maybe more important than anything else is, you know, me just sitting down, taking the time to write a thank you note to them, a handwritten thank you note. And I did that, but I, it's, or I'm actually doing that. I'm in the process. I've gotten through a number of them so far, but I, I also like realized that I can't even fully express my gratitude in just a handwritten note. Like I, I want to go deeper than that. I want to make it more personal than that. So I actually started creating audible uh, notes and I, they're like three to five minutes and they're just like this. It's me talking into the audible app and I send it to them in a text message and it allows me to just really talk about how grateful I am for them, all the value that they've added to sweat bar, you know, on the personal side, how like it, it means so much to me that we're becoming friends and really more than anything else that they understand that we're building this thing together. Like I don't. I, I, I don't want it to be like, this is Chad's gym and we're just trainers that work here. Like these these trainers are integral to everything that we are, everything that we become. So, you know, f- we, we're only in year three and we're already doing amazing things. We've already done amazing things. Uh, people love the gym and you know, we're getting a lot of acclimates, but in like, as we grow and we continue to like build this thing into something like, I want them to take so much pride in that because it is them that is, that are, that are, that are building this thing to, to becoming what it is. Right. And so I, I just wanted to take a couple of minutes and send them a personal note. And that was one of the, the priority things that like was on the roadmap and on the strategy. One of my trainers, Carla, said like, hey, I have some extra time. Is there something I can work on. And I sat her down. I, I talked about this framework and I said, why don't you just take staff experience like let's work on building something out so that we can really make sure that the trainers feel appreciated. And, you know, she she took it and ran with it and we bounce ideas back and forth. And at the end of the day, I think we came up with some really cool things that we're doing for the trainers. And one of them is a spotlight. Our members are loving that, right? Like we're putting spotlights out of our trainers every single day on social media. And that's allowing like our members to engage and, and just talk about them, but also learn about them a little bit. We put a box in the gym, like a thankful box. Carla got this awesome thankful box and we have some notes and And so like every day when people come into the classes they can they can write our trainers a note and they can make it to one trainer they can make it to all the trainers they can make it anonymous or they can actually sign their name and it can be simple they could write a simple note like hey thank you so much every day for making me smile or they could go deeper and and really talk about like the impact that a trainer's had on their life it's just a really cool way for us to like be thinking about our trainers and be thanking our trainers and you know it's just it, it was one of those priority things uh, as a part of the the strategy and it's it's now like underway and it's getting done right and so when we think about community the next stakeholder group there there are a lot of pieces to this right like there's there was the uh jared withrow fundraiser the fall 5k 10k so to the community it's like hey we're here we're, we're making races for you guys we're having fun we're doing these events we're partnering with helicon and there's a social activity afterwards and and come out and hang out with us and and get some like you know like Get, get some interaction going and, 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 and test yourself and push your boundaries. And we had a lot of people show up that have never done a 5K or a 10K, and that was their first one. So we're, we're getting people off the couch and we're getting them moving, but at the same time, we're having a lot of fun doing it. And there's a component to that that's fundraising, right? So not only do we get to raise money for Jared's family, but we, we get to – you know, remember who he was as a person. Like we put this in his name so that every year we can, we can think about the, and you know, obviously I'm thinking about Jared all the time, but I think it's so important that we have a, a something that's dedicated to him, that we can just stand in front of a group of people and talk about the, who the person that Jared was. He inspired so many people. And I want, I want his legacy to continue to inspire people when they hear about, you know how he would work all day, and then come home from work and want to be in the gym and working out and lifting. And the father he was, the brother he was, the husband he was, you know, the um, the the best friend that he was. That he was just an amazing guy, and gives us a chance to do that. So that's a high priority initiative, right? That we put on the 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 stakeholder group under under the community. And there's a lot of other pieces to this, right? We had the Girl Scouts come in the other day uh, one of our members, Amy Turco brought her old girl scout troop in. And, and like, this is, this is a priority for us, right? It seems like it's just a simple class, right? We, we have a, a group of girl scouts in, they do a class, a lot of fun. Yay. Woo. But it's way more important than that because the, a lot of these like kids, their, their parents have maybe never heard a sweat bar. So now, how important is it that those kids go home and they're like, I had the best time of my life. This was amazing. Like this place was awesome. We did this and we did this and they're showing their parents like watch this, you know, and, and that's what happens. And the parents are like, what is this place? Like, what do they do? And then all the parents are talking about, we actually had uh, a youth fit class the other day where one of my members came to me afterwards. And, uh, Becky, she's, she's like, yeah, my, my son went home and he wanted to arm wrestle his dad because he was lifting weights at the gym. And it's that kind of stuff. That's just so awesome. So we want to make sure we're always having these high priority initiatives, you know, under these stakeholder groups. And, and those are just simple examples, but we have these things on the roadmap in the community one. Like we have the 6.6 mile trail run coming up in the spring. People love that trail run. It was such a fun event. And I wanted, I just want to keep growing it and growing it and growing it. And then there's things like social media. What are we doing on social media? Like how how is the community seeing us at large? Right. If there's um, if there's a way for us to be com- uh, uh, giving back to the community, I'm on the board of trustees for the Bradley Center. So last year and this year, like we're, we do angel tags, and we get we get um, we do uh, a, 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 an event to get people buying gifts for these children of the Bradley Center. But even more than that, like we're, we we got a whole team together. Over the last couple of years, last year was like basically all sweat bar members. We got together and we went there and we wrapped all like, I don't even know, hundreds of gifts for these kids over the course of a couple hours. And, and then like, you know, that's just something we're doing in the community. We're showing the community like, Hey, we're here and we want to help. And we want to, we want to do whatever we can to help you. Right. And so we're doing these things as a community that are just awesome, but they're, they're like on, on the roadmap. Like this is the strategy because this is how the community is experiencing us. And then when it comes to like the next group, the prospects, the people that are considering coming to sweat bar, I think like what one of the things that's so that's been so important to me from the very beginning is that people are comfortable showing up on their first day. And I, I remember when before the gym, I, I actually went to a workout one time and, and there was probably a hundred people at this workout and I was actually in pretty decent shape at the time, but I was scared to death. Like I was so scared to be at this workout. I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I felt really uncomfortable. I was like, I was, I was fearful that I wasn't going to be able to keep up. And meanwhile, like I'm not, this isn't me bragging. I was probably in like the top 10% of, of like in shape people. And I wasn't even in that great of shape at the time. But as we started working out, I realized like I was in pretty good shape, but I couldn't imagine being someone at that at that workout that like was really out of shape. Right. And then, um, before sweat bar, like I would just be in normal gyms and I'd be on a treadmill and I'd see someone come in and they're doing personal training, but they're doing it like in front of everyone. And it looks like they probably haven't worked out in a long time. Right. And so they, they made a decision that they're going to change their life. They show up to a gym and, and this gym has them doing personal training and all these awkward exercises in front of everyone, like all these people that are on treadmills. And it's just really embarrassing, right? Like that whole experience is just really bad. So that's been a focal point from day one. Like how do we make people really, really comfortable? And one of the things that I try to do and I've tried to do it from the very beginning and I'll say that I've probably done it for 95% of people that have come into sweat bar is I try to get people on the phone before they ever show up. And it's so funny because a lot of people – think that I'm trying to get them on the phone to, you know, like hard sell them or be, be a sales guy, right? Like if you, if you give someone a cheap trial or a free trial what a lot of gyms do. And I know this cause I worked with a marketing agency and I hear what all the gurus say about like how to really run effective gym programs and lead programs. And what they all try to do is they, they get you on a hook, right? Like some free program or some cheap trial. And then once once they get you on the phone, they convince you that, well, in order to be effective, you need to buy protein, you need to do the in- body scan, you need to you know all these things and, and then by the end of the day, you spend one hundred and fifty dollars to do a free trial, right And so I don't do any of that crap like i, I our trials are cheap, you know, we charge a little bit of money because I have found that if it's free, people don't show up, so we charge them a little bit of money but you know it's not even the being on the phone with them has nothing to do with like upsells or cross sells or any of that it's it's to make sure that at the end of the day they feel really comfortable and, and I tell them that on the phone, I say, listen, I'm just here to answer any questions. I'll explain the program. If you like, some people are very into fitness and they're just like, Hey, I just want to come check your place out. Fine. Quick conversation. Other people are like, yeah, I haven't lifted and or I haven't been to a gym ever in my life. Or I I've never like, I haven't worked out in years, whatever it would be. And I'll be honest. I've been on the phone for over an hour, hour and a half, like sometimes maybe up to two hours with a single person before they've ever even shown up to the gym because I want to answer their questions and I want to make sure that they feel comfortable. Um, Like text messaging, it is unbelievable how many people I've been back and forth with in messaging just trying to answer questions, just trying to make sure that they feel comfortable. And then when they come in, what happens, right? It's they're meeting with our awesome trainers. So when our trainers are happy and they're showing up and they're, you know, they're lit up because they love doing what they do. And then they're giving our our people an incredible experience. It just all works, right? Like the, that becomes the culture that becomes who we are. So that's why all of these pieces are so important, but there's initiatives for those prospects. Like, how do we want to follow up with them? How do we want to talk to them? What are the things we can be doing better like if someone doesn't have a great experience? How do we handle that right so there's a lot of things under that prospect that are important for us to be thinking about and and to be building into the strategy and then the last piece is our members the actual like people that said, "Hey, I want this to be my fitness program and there's a lot of things we need to be thinking about for these people. one of the things that i'm I'm working on right now and Really trying to spend a lot of time with is, you know, we we have an effective fitness program. We teach people how to lift weights. We teach people how to do the uh, like uh, different movements, and 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 we talk to them a lot about exercise. But there's a lot of people that uh, they just don't understand macronutrients. They don't understand what good protein our options are. They don't understand what good carbohydrate options are. Right, and so up to a certain point, we should be. Giving people some tools and some education, right? And it doesn't have to cost money. We have this stuff. We have we have really good uh, grocery lists and 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 shopping op- shopping options and and all these different macros. And and you know, like we we can do coaching. Like I have no problem with us doing some nutritional coaching or educational coaching. And it doesn't even have to be free. You know, we can make it very general, just giving people some some fundamental understanding. But, you know, to a certain point, like if, if they have very, very specific needs, then we want to be making sure that we're referring to them to the right group, like a a registered dietitian. And we have a registered dietitian, but that was one of the things that was kind of on that, that strategy list. Like let's, let's, you know, have the registered dietitian be a part of like who we send people to and they, they can handle very specific needs. You know, these are like medical doctors, right? But for the people that are not, you know, going to the registered dietitian, and still just don't understand certain things, how do we help those people? Right. And there's so many tools that we can be given them. When we do in-body scans, we measure every every part of the body. How do we how do we like give people more like streamlined information around the data that we're seeing in the in-body scans? So we talk to them, we have a meeting with them, we do goal planning with them now. You know, all of these things are initiatives, but how do we develop more and more and more tools? to, to really make the member experience even better. And, you know, the other piece of this is engagement. So one of the things we just did was a, a bingo challenge. Like we had a bingo card for October. We called it sweat fest and it was just designed to be fun. Like it was 17 bucks. But if you hit three squares, you got a free t-shirt. And if you hit the whole card, you got anything you wanted from our online store. And it wasn't that hard to do because all of the things on it were pretty fun like you had to show up to class so many times but besides that like you could tell a coach to do burpees or you know like five burpees and then you could cross that off and now the coach is doing the burpees in the class so he made it this really fun event and honestly like it, it probably cost me some money to do it it cost the gym some money to do it but like that's where I want our, our money to be focused right now, instead of getting new people to come in, like running Facebook ads, I see a lot of the other gyms just running constant Facebook ads for new members, new members, new members. Like, I, I'm, like I'm thinking we're at a point where we want we want our members that we have to be having an, an incredible experience right it's like a tipping scale like now that we we have so many members let's just ha- make them have an amazing experience and then it'll take care of itself cuz they'll start being our advertising platform they'll start bringing their friends right and and so we we did that like we refocused the money towards this challenge the sweatfest challenge and 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 like giving people prizes for winning the challenge but the whole focus was to make it more engaging for the members, to give members something fun to come back to. And it's a tough time of the year right now. The kids just started back to school. they you know, all the sports are happening. The weather's changing up here. It's getting cold. So this was a really awesome way for us to get our members like back in the gym, back engaged. And people said that they're like, this was so much fun. This really got me back in, into the routine and the, the, um, habit. And thank you so much for doing this. So I just think it's so important that, that we're always thinking about the experience across these different stakeholder groups and, and aligning everything we do to, the, to answer in those two questions. Like how do we make it grow and how do we make it better? And when we do all of that, right? Like when we align things to those questions and we think about the experience, that ultimately becomes who we are. That ultimately becomes our brand. And that I think is what allows us, will allow us to continue to grow as an amazing organization that gets bigger and better and does amazing things not only for the people that are coming to our gym but for the community at large so hope this generates some ideas for you and if nothing else you just had a good time listening to it that's it i'm out boom